0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to The Leadership Boost. Today is Friday. It's the end of the week, and we are on track for a good weekend. Did you have a good week? You know, I was just sitting thinking about something this morning, and it's amazing how each person lives a story. (laughs) Each person lives their own story. And your story is defined by the experiences of life. I say it's like your storm defines your story and your story defines what you're passionate about, defines what you what is important to you. What do you focus on? Not because it's the past, but it's it's like the past, in fact, generates a passion, a conviction. It gives you your sense of mission To where you are going. Often think about Mother Teresa where she was in India and stepping over, you know, dead bodies that had starved to death during the night on her way to school. And that whole experience, that storm of a life, that emotional sort of situation that she had to face every day began to define a story in her life that she one day just said, you know, I cannot take it anymore. I have to do something about this. And her the principal of the school said, what, what can you do? And she said, I, I'm going to feed the poor. And she, he said, but there's so many, there's millions. And she said, yes, but I can start with one. I can start with one. Give me my paycheck. And she resigned her position as a teacher at the Catholic school, took her paycheck and began to buy meals and began to feed one at a time. And of course, the rest is history. She's left the legacy of somebody of being kind-hearted, somebody being so generous, somebody being so sacrificial in their life, to the point that this humble, small little lady who started off feeding one person at a time got to speak to the United Nations. And all the state head, you know, all the representatives of every government in the world, just about. What what is your story? I love what somebody said. Let me just see who the author of this was. Somebody brown said, You either walk inside your story and own it, or you stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. And that's the thing about it is, is that if we don't own our story and begin to walk out what our story is defining as our mission, our assignment, our purpose, then we are constantly still trying to find identity, trying to find what is our purpose, trying to find what is it that we bring to the world. For me, it was not a happy story. And I think, I think many storms, many storms are not happy occasions. When, when Jesus and his disciples were going across the, uh, the sea, and this hurricane force storm began to wash into their boat to sink them. They thought they were going to die. And they woke up Jesus and he calmed the storm, but I, when I read that occasion, it's like that became the defining, a defining story. And for me, it was like when I looked at that, I thought, we all go through a storm and every storm has a story. And mine, like many I've heard, aren't happy storms often. Storms are not always happy occasions. It's like a storm. <laughs> it's just, a, it's there to sink you. You feel like you're going to be sunk. It's But it's what you do in that storm that defines the story. And you need to go back and look at every storm and find your story. What have you been through and what is the story that comes out of it? When I I ended up sitting in my lounge and sitting with two people that loved me enough to be there, Two friends, dear friends, and everybody else was gone. It wasn't so much that I'd lost my position or I'd lost what we'd worked for for fifteen years, twenty years. It wasn't that you know the organization, the you know the whole structure was suddenly non-existent in a moment. Everything was gone. That financially we we were absolutely ruined in a moment. It was all the relationships was our friends. It was my children losing their friends. It was, it was that, that sort of crisis of, of betrayal, crisis of feeling like there's, you're, you're the only person in the world watching my children cry because their friends aren't around anymore. That the, the community of of friends and, and, you know, associates weren't there anymore. Suddenly we were all alone in the world except for two people. And, you know, you go through that kind of situation and I, I sat thinking all to myself, how do I handle this? I'm selling dog food from door to door and trying to make enough money to buy bread. And, you know, that defines you. I began to sit and look at that situation and say, "What, what do I learn out of this?" It it wasn't quick, it wasn't easy because what I'm what I'm sharing now is like it's for me. It's easy to look back and say, "Well, in the wisdom that I have now, but I didn't have that then. I didn't I didn't know how to be grounded as a leader. I didn't know how to keep direction, focus, and clarity." We're talking twenty years ago, you know. <laughs> And I just, I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know how to define myself at that point in time. I didn't know how to be grounded as a leader, how to know and, and, and have written the clarity of, of my mission, my vision, my, my values, to understand those areas. It's, it's been a journey from then. I didn't have anybody. Everybody seemed to want to see me fail. It seemed like everybody was against me succeeding, but I got through it and I sat down and I began to look it back and I said, what did leadership do to me? What, 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 not only what did the leader that was involved in this whole process do to me, but what did, what did the leaders around me do that I had done before that ignorantly that I could learn from this whole process? And the story began to fashion a story of not giving up, not quitting, even when I cannot see clearly, even when I'm being pushed down, when I'm being betrayed, when I'm being uh, left alone, when, when I feel like giving up everything in the world, the story of getting up every day Learning, growing, repurposing, rediscovering, refocusing, renewing became my story. And that story began to fashion a whole new sense of purpose. I repurposed myself. And I want to say to you is, you know, regardless of what you've been through, regardless of what you're going through, it's a story. And it doesn't matter what's been written in your story so far, somebody said. It's how you fill up the rest of the pages that counts. When you can tell your story and it doesn't make you cry anymore, you know you're whole. And now it's time to start filling up a new story. It's time to begin to create a new story. You know, 10 years from now, will you still be saying, well, you know, that was the story that it defined me. Your stories don't, your storms don't have to define you. Your stories define, uh, your storm dis- defines a story and the story defines your passion. Your storm isn't your, isn't your, uh, um, your purpose. Your storm just gives you the story. When you find your story, it's going to be healing for other people. I've quoted this quote before, but Maya Angelou said, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside of you. And today I just, you know, I thought about that moment when I was sitting in my lounge and I, I was just devastated. Everything around me had collapsed within, within a few months and, and everything I had dedicated my life, I had worked like 18 hours a day to, just to build what, I, what we had and, and suddenly it was all gone and I, I didn't have any sense of what else there was in my life. I didn't know what else there was. I didn't know what else to do in my life. And I, I'm not the kind of person just to con people and get up and, and you know, just make a con out of it. I, I couldn't do that. I, I had to discover who I am and work from there. And I think about that moment when I was sitting there just devastated and how different it could have been if I had had somebody to help me get clarity at that point in time. I was hurting so bad inside of me. That sense of devastation was so deep. And I didn't know what to do at that point in time. And and everybody had a different point of view and a different perspective. But I think that the biggest thing I needed was to turn the pain into a story, to turn the storm into a story. One man spent two hours out of his busy, busy schedule, and allowed me to talk. and And at that point in time, as I shared with him the storm, suddenly it became a story. It was history. But with a story now that I had, the tears weren't there anymore. Healing had come. Wholeness had come. And now I had to find, refine or rediscover the purpose. I wish I'd had somebody to sit with me and say, this is, well, not say to me, but guide me into rediscovery and to repurpose and to refocus and to renew. And that became my passion. My passion is first to help leaders Find that confidence, find that grounding, not to constantly live in this place of insecurity and in, and lack of confidence, this, this place of constantly getting it wrong and people get affected by it, but to actually find and discover who they are, what is their leadership, what is their story, and begin to live out of out that story, begin to live that into their passion, into their assignment, into into their purpose in life and in leadership. That became my passion. What is your passion? What have you discovered about yourself because of your story, because of your storm? What have you discovered about yourself? What have you discovered about your gifting and about your assignment that you have in this world? What, what story are you holding back that people need to hear? What is there in your leadership that you need to be passionate about that can actually bring healing and wholeness to other people's lives, encouragement, and, and can bring inspiration to their lives? Because you are in a position to be so influential because you have lived through a story. It might be different. It might be a different story. It might be a happy story. <laughs> Your storm might not be that big a storm. You're, you know, you might have had a, a wonderful, wonderful situation that you can communicate now. It's not just it has to be bad all the time. And you know, I once was a a um, Hulk and now I'm a doctor, kind of thing. It doesn't have to be that extreme. It could be good, it could but it could be that you've been through something that others are going through that they need to hear about. And I really want to encourage you to discover your story, to begin to share your story, begin to live it out in your leadership. Begin to make take the first step towards finding what your story is and how you can live it out to help others. All right? So today I just really wanted to focus on that is what what storm what, what story have you learned out of your storm so that you find the passion and purpose that you can share with the world? I hope that makes sense. It 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 was just a reflection for me today and where I've been and what I've discovered about my life. All right. So thank you for being with me. Until next time, this is Sean saying over and out to have a super, super weekend.